and he planted, for the Lord blessed him. Listen, the reason why Isaac was able to prosper and advance is because God's hand was on his life. And we know the context here from Genesis 26, verse 1. It says there was not just a famine, but there was a severe famine. There was something going on that was very difficult when Isaac moved to Gerar. But even during that experience, when he put into production what God gave him, the place where God left him, he harvested a hundred times more grain that he planted because the Lord blessed him. So this scripture is one of many that lets us know that we as men and women of God, when we are in the covenant with God, the covenant does not change when situations and circumstances change around us. Oh my God today, help me. Listen, God's covenant does not change because there's a Democrat or a Republican in the White House. God's covenant does not change because your job is experiencing a decrease in sales. God's covenant does not change because people walk in and out of your life. The covenant that God has with his people does not change when it's cold, when it's winter, or when it's hot in the summer. God's covenant does not change when people misunderstand you and mistreat you. When the blessing and the favor of God is upon you, the word of God said it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. Listen, there's a famine in the land. There's trouble in our world. There's trouble in the school, in our job, in every place we go and we look. But as God's people, we need to understand that we are in his hands. We are under his care and we can prosper even in the midst of storms, in the midst of trials and tribulations. Listen, when he planted his crops that year, what year was it? A year of severe famine. The Bible says that he harvested. Somebody say harvest. Come on, somebody say harvest. Harvest has to do with bringing in and reaping what you have sown. Listen, it's time for us to stop just looking and not expecting anything, but it's time for us to watch over the work of God, the promise of God, and experience the best of God because you've been sowing. It's time for you to reap when he said it's time for you to reap. And don't you know God does things sometimes in seasons where it doesn't seem like anything good, significant should be happening for us in our life? Listen, he does, he knows how to do the best of things when the worst of things are happening. When you are having the worst of times, God knows how to bring the best and the good and cause you to prosper and to rise. Listen, when trouble is going on around you, when things are getting difficult, listen, God says it's time for my people to reap what they've sown. But don't look at what's happening in the world. Don't look at what you're hearing in the news. It's time for you to work the thing that I've given you, the seed that I've given you. It's time for you to put into production that dream, that business, that idea, that ministry. It's time for you to plant yourself in a place so you can experience a hundred times 
hundredfold harvest. Listen, don't you know any time you give to God, he gives back to you in a greater proportion than you've given to him. Listen, he takes our little bit and he blows on it and he blesses it. Listen, he takes what's insignificant. He takes that thing that we've been faithful with and he causes it to grow. He causes it to be what Isaac saw a hundredfold return. Verse 13 says that Isaac became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep, goats, and herds of cattle and servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. So the Philistines filled up his wells with dirt and these wells that were dug by his father, Abraham. Listen, don't you know when you work the thing that God has given you, sometimes there will be opposition in the way. When you work the thing that God has given you, while others are not experiencing what they think they should experience, God begins to bless you. Don't be surprised when folks start looking at you, wondering who you think you are. It's time for you to know who you are. You are God's choice servant. You are God's apple. You are God's plant. You are God's plant. You have, he has planted us here, and he is looking for a harvest and a return out of our life. And it's not time for us to focus on opposition, but we need to understand this Christian walk in life is often portrayed as something that's easy, but it's not always easy. It's not always, always easy. We have to work hard in this life to see kingdom results and in order to have a kingdom impact. And who wants to have a kingdom impact? What is a kingdom impact? It's different than just being involved in something that benefits you, but it's something that benefits others. Listen, we have to stop looking selfishly and start looking for God to put something and do something through us that's not just going to benefit us, but it's going to bless somebody else. Listen, when you work the thing that God has given you, despite what people are saying about you, despite what's happening in the surrounding, there's a severe famine going on, but he planted, and the Bible says he reaped a hundredfold harvest. Listen. Work the thing that God has placed in your hand today. Listen, sometimes we hold on to things, but listen, the Lord says, I want you to sow. He says, I want you to plant. It says when Isaac planted, he harvested a hundred times more than he planted. That's a message in itself. When we look at the Amplified Bible in Genesis 26 and 12, it says Isaac planted seed in that land as a farmer and reap the same year a hundred times as much as he planted because the Lord blessed and favored him. Does anybody believe that you're blessed and favored of the Lord? If you are blessed and favored of the Lord, don't be surprised when God shows up and there's a harvest that comes into your life that you didn't believe that he could do it, that you would experience it. Listen, don't be surprised when God begins to work in your life and when it becomes too much for some people that are around you to be able to handle it. Listen, when you begin to work the thing, when you begin to plan out, amen, your purpose in God and you put your hand to it, God will bless you. We also have to look at this scripture in Proverbs chapter 25, verse, back to Proverbs 21, verse 5. I want to put this with it. 
it says that good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. I want you to know you've got to work it, amen, but to work it, you've got to have a plan for what you're going to do, and then you've got to do your plan. Listen, God will not bless what you will not do. There are too many people sitting around saying they're waiting for their ship to come in, but the ship is never going to come in because they're not willing to do what's required and necessary to see harvest manifest in their life. I want you to know this too. It's not just working hard in a natural sense because there are many people who are hard workers who put many hours in on the job, but they end up with nothing because you've got to be working in the place that God has planted you and in the purpose that he's called and designed for you to be in. Listen, it's not just to work enough to work, but we've got to work in God. Listen, we've got to work through God. We've got to work under God. Listen, you can work under man's system and end up with just a little bit of profit. But when you work under God's system, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. Rich, not in the sense of the term of what we define in our world of being a millionaire because everybody's not going to have millions of dollars, but rich in the, the terms of substance that what I have and who I am is so significant because God's hand is on me that I'm a blessing everywhere I go because I'm working what he have wanted to call me to do. I'm working the thing that he have given me to do. I have a plan, and I'm working the plan. Praise the name of God. Just don't work hard, but work God's plan. Say that. Just don't work hard, but work God's plan. Thank you, Lord. We have to stop looking for something to be given to us. God gives us seed, but we have to sow the seed to see the harvest manifest. Not only do we have to sow the seed, but we have to be willing to work for the harvest and work towards the harvest. He says it in Matthew 9, the harvest is plentiful, but the labor's a few. What he's saying really is, it's a bunch of lazy folk out there. But is there anybody that's willing to get up from where they are and put their hand to the gospel plow? Anybody willing to get up from where they are and go out into the field, go out into the streets, go out into homes, in the communities, and tell people about Jesus? Listen, God have given us this great ministry, but it has to be worked. Listen, the plan, it has to be planned out. Listen, when you plant a crop, you just don't put out anything, but you put in your mind what you want to see when the harvest comes. And so you plan it out. You lay it out. Sometimes you draw it out, and then you go and work it out. And then when you're working it out, you just don't plant it and leave it. But you got to come back continuously and keep it cultivated so that it will grow properly. Some of us have walked away from the thing we have planted and we're not working it and we're frustrated because we haven't seen the hundredfold because we haven't done what's required for a hundredfold to come to pass. Don't you know? Principally, we've got to be under the authority of Christ because it's what we do, but it's what we do when we are in him, when we are under him, and we work through him. 
we see harvest come in our life. We can't walk away from it. So many of us get frustrated in our giving, frustrated in our doing because we haven't seen the harvest come. But listen, don't stop working it because there's a famine. Don't stop working it because you're having trouble. Don't stop working it because people don't like it. Listen, what God has for you, it is for you. But you've got to be willing to do what is required and necessary to see harvest come in your life. Praise God. Planning is working towards the harvest. And hard work is working to bring in the harvest. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. It's better to do things God's way. You can do things your way and see a quick result. But who is looking for a harvest that's short and quick and fast? Or who's looking for a harvest that will be able to endure and will keep producing and yielding? Not just something that's quick and fast and easy. Listen, I'm not looking for the easy way out. But I'm willing to put in the time and the effort to see harvest come. Don't you know when God's harvest come, there's overflow. Praise the name of the Lord. Listen, Isaac harvested a hundredfold. Listen, he had more than what he could use on his own because he was in the overflow of God. Listen, you've got to have a plan and work it. Y'all know the other day we were getting our shipment of pumpkins for our harvest patch. And we understand that we weren't number one. We understand that we were the second stop. But the first stop, we were told, did not have many people out there to help unload the harvest that was on the truck. So guess what? We got the overflow of what they didn't get. And listen, we were tired when we got our load because it was late coming. And there was stuff that we left on the truck because we were hard at work and we were tired and we were ready to stop. But there was more. And I want to use as an example today that sometimes we have not planned properly to bring in the harvest that God has given us. He puts what we need in front of us. But we've got to be ready, equipped, prepared mentally, spiritually, financially, in our relationship, in our home, in every place to do the thing that God wants to do, to take in the harvest that God wants us to receive. We've got to be prepared for the harvest. Listen, the last thing you want to do is plant and sow and then have a field that's ripe but not have enough energy and strength to bring it in. Y'all not saying nothing today. What's going to happen when you aren't prepared for the harvest? You're going to lose because the harvest requires effort. And if you let it just sit there, it's going to rot. If you let it sit there, it's going to spoil. If you let it sit there, you're not going to get the benefit that you would have gotten if you would have been ready to take the harvest in. Listen, it's hard work. You can't go to this season of harvest, but you're spiritually exhausted. You don't have the effort or the energy to bring it in. And that's the picture of many in the family of God. We allow the devil to wear us out. So when it's harvest time, we don't have anything to give. And listen, it's time for us to stop working 
our system and it's time to work his system because the Lord says I'll renew your strength. He says I'll renew your joy. I'll renew your peace. I don't want you to be spent. I don't want you to be tired. I don't want you to be frustrated. I want you to work it. What is it? It's my will. It's my plan. It's my purpose for your life. Sometimes we've got to do what Psalm 37 and 7 says. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. It says don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their schemes. Listen, don't get ahead of God. Don't get out of God's presence. Get in a place to hear his voice and then respond to his commands. Don't be discouraged by what you see happening with others. You don't know their story, and they don't know your story of what you had to go through to do or to what you had to lose, what you had to give up in order to get to your season where you're able to see the productivity and the yield from all that you've had to endure, all the work that you've had to do, all the plans that you've put in place and prepare to see the harvest manifest in your life. Praise God. The Lord wants to bless you, but you've got to work his plan. And if you plan and prepare, if you plant and work, then harvest will come as you rest under the favor of God. This is a key point because some of us as believers, we become too anxious. And sometimes we don't wait for the harvest to come. I had an uncle who planted gardens for many years, and he had a system that was a little different than most of us. He planted it, and he cultivated it, but he didn't water it. He said, God waters it, and God's going to give me the harvest that I want to see because I'm going to let him work. That didn't mean that he didn't have to do anything, but what it meant was I understand that it's not in my complete control the outcome. The your yield is not in my complete control. And some of us, we've got our hand on the steering wheel and the brake and the gas at the same time. And we're trying to hurry God and force God into something when we need to learn how to rest in him while we are working it and let him do his part after we've done our part. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Isaac blended his crops and he harvested a hundred times more than he planted, for the Lord blessed him. He didn't harvest a hundred times more than he planted because of what he did. But it was God's blessing that was on his life that caused him to see the productivity and the harvest that came. So many want God to bless them, but they are not ready or prepared, done the things necessary. Don't you understand that God does not waste that he's intentional and strategic in what he does and how he does it. So we should be people that are prepared, that have worked to see the blessing of God manifest in our life. Just like John 9 and 4 says, we must quickly carry out the task assigned as the one who sent us. We must work while it's day, but night is coming where no man can work. Listen, we have to plant. But it requires planning. What do I want to grow? What harvest do I want to see in my life? That determines what you need to do and how you need to do it. 
Listen, planting sometimes is the easy part. But harvest is more work than planting because harvest comes in a greater proportion than what has been planted. Harvest is possible because of the blessing of God. But don't ask God to bless something you're not willing to participate in and do. God's blessing, he blesses the fruit of your hand. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 7 says, This point is, whoever sows sparingly, will also reap sparingly, but whoever sows bountifully will weep bountifully. Don't be mad at God when your harvest comes, but it don't look like you wanted it to look because you didn't do what he told you to do like he told you to do it, or because you held back when he told you to give you everything. He said, give everything, sow generously, and reap bountifully. Praise God. Ephesians 4 and 28 says, he who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing good with his own hands that he may have something to share with those in need. Listen, Acts 20 and 35 says, in everything I did, Paul speaking, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, who himself said, it's more blessed to give than receive. Harvest requires preparation, and preparation comes from teaching and training. But it's not just enough to come into the church house and hear a good word and go back home. But we've got to apply it. We've got to put it into production. Preparation comes from learning on the job. We've got to show up. Help me, somebody. We just can't come and hear it, but we've got to be doers of the word. He said, just don't be hearers only, but he says, work the seed. Work the word that I've given you. Listen, stop just eating and feasting off of good scripture and good teaching, but put it into practice in your life and see harvest come. Praise the name of the Lord. Tell somebody to work it. What am I talking about working? Working the word. Working the will of him who sent you. Preparation comes through participation. You have to be engaged in what's happening in God's work. Harvest requires preparation. How can I do what I don't know, what I haven't practiced, what I haven't put time in to see? When harvest is here, what is going to require me to see it come in? Listen, too many of us, we stand in faith but we miss the harvest because we're not prepared and equipped to walk in the thing that God has given us. Don't walk away from being obedient to his word. Don't walk away from his work and the worship of God as you continue to walk. Be faithful in your relationship with God. Work it. Too many have stopped working it because they're discouraged. They stopped working it because of what somebody said to them or said about them. But listen, this is not a season, amen, to blame others. This is not a season for excuses, but it's a season for you to be in place, to be in position, to be in production, to be planted, amen, and to be working the thing God has given you. So when harvest time comes, you receive not what, amen, you have not done, but you receive the fullness of what God wants to bless you with, what he wants to do in your life. Learn how to be good at what God is doing. Proverbs 22 and 29 says, Do you see someone skilled in their work? 
they will serve before kings. How do I get skilled in my work? I've got to practice. You know, I play the piano and the organ, but the way I got gooder at it, better at it rather, excuse my English, is I practice. I kept working it. I couldn't play in all the keys, but I practiced songs until I could play them in every key. Listen, I worked it and worked it and worked it until it started working for me. Listen, it was a time where it didn't pay nothing, but I got to a place where people were willing, amen, to bless me because of the gift that I practiced and I sharpened because I worked it. And listen, it brought me in the places and positions in life, in different seasons of my life. It put me before kings. Y'all not saying nothing because I worked what God gave me. And too many of us have not worked our talent, our ability, the thing that we have diminished that says it's not good enough that God have given you and said it's what I've given you. It's what I've blessed you with. I want you to work it. I want you to plant it. I want you to sow it. I want you to give it. And I want you to get good at it. I'm trying to help somebody this morning. Thank you, Lord. Harvest requires hard work. Psalm 90 and 19, I need to close, says, May the favor of the Lord, our God, rest upon us. Establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Some of us need to prayer that this morning. Lord, establish the work of my hands. Lord, don't let me just put my time and effort into something and there be nothing. But Lord, establish the work of my hands. Lord, put me in a place where I'm not just going from one job to the next and one position to the next, but I'm going higher. I'm getting better. I'm growing wiser. I'm getting stronger. Lord, establish the work of my hands. Listen, even in ministry, we've got to learn how to work it where God puts us and work it and get good at it and then watch God open up other doors for us. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen, we've got to be so careful and more mature not to think that when people move from ministry to ministry that there's something wrong, but sometimes we just outgrow a place. Listen, Isaac harvested a hundred more times than he planted. And Abimelech and the Philistines couldn't handle it. He had to move from Gerar to another place. And listen, we don't have to do it in a way of hostility. We don't have to have confrontation. But sometimes we just outgrow a place. We outgrow a thing. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. And as believers, we've got to be more mature and not just think, amen, that, oh, there's something happened where this person can't get along with that person. Keep working what God have given you and be a blessing where you are while you're there and watch God open up other doors. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs 10 and 4 says, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. God's people should have a good work ethic. Y'all not saying nothing today. We should be on time. Help me, Lord. Help us, Lord. We should be on target. Listen, thank you, Lord. We should do a good job at whatever we set our hands to. We should work it. And we need to instill this in our young people, the importance not only of working hard, but working for the Lord. Thank you, Lord. God's work is not for the weak or lazy. Ministry is hard work. It requires effort, planning, and faithfulness. Y'all not saying nothing today. 
Deuteronomy 28 and 8 says, The Lord will bless everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord will bless you in the land that he's given you. Listen, God wants to bless you, but you've got to plan. You've got to participate. You've got to put your faith in the production. You've got to work hard at it to see harvest take place in your life. Don't walk away from the job you've been given. Too many people start stuff and they don't finish it. But listen, God wants to finish what he has started in you. But don't throw it on the shelf. Work it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Don't get upset when it's harvest time and harvest don't look like you want it to. Don't walk away from the harvest because it's difficult. Don't walk away from the harvest because you can't see the end in the beginning. That's why planning is necessary. Planning helps you to see what it's going to look like when it's all over with because you've got a good plan in place. Thank you, Lord. Some of us, we didn't finish that degree because we didn't know what we were going to do with it. And so we got frustrated and we gave up because we couldn't see the end from the beginning. Listen, some of us, we get frustrated in the thing God wants to bless us with and we quit working it. But the Lord says, I want you to pick up that which you've laid down, that which I've given you, that which I entrusted you with. I want you to pick it up. I want you to work it. Listen, what does this mean in our church life? I want you to work that prayer ministry. I want you to work that ministry of helps, that ministry of encouragement. Listen, I want you to work that vocal ability you've been given. I want you to work your fingers on those instruments. Listen, I want you to work your talent in the business office. I want you to work out there in the field. I want you to work on the mechanical things I've given you, the expertise to do. Work it. Thank you, Lord. Somebody say work it. Thank you, Lord. God has been preparing you, training you, equipping you, and conditioning you so you can experience what he wants to produce and bring harvest in your life. Thank you, Lord. The Lord wants to bless you, but you've got to work his plan. Thank you, Lord. If you plan, if you plant, if you work, harvest will come in your life. Thank you, Lord. He says, be not weary in well-doing. In due season, you shall reap. What if you faint not? Hallelujah. Hold on. Don't give up. Don't quit. Spiritual harvest is going to come. Thank you, Lord. God keeps his promises. The scripture says he's not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. God wants to finish what he started in you. But you've got to keep your hand in the production and work it. Work his plan. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm not going to give God what's left over. I'm going to give him my best, the best of everything that I have. Thank you, Lord. I'm not going to go on my job and give them 110% and then come into the house of God and give him fumes. Y'all not saying nothing today. I'm going to work it wherever I go. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is good. And he ought to be represented in every aspect of everything we do. Thank you, Lord. Planning and preparation, participation, and hard work. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Work it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. But shortcuts lead to poverty. It's the same thing, even the spirit, as it is in the natural. If you work hard at it, 
if you stay with it, if you don't quit, you stay faithful. And this even has to do with our relationship and walk with God. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Thank you, Lord. The Lord says, I want you to work it too. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe harvest is coming. I believe harvest is coming. Thank you, Lord. It's not just coming. I believe it's here. But we're going to have to work hard to bring it in. We're going to have to work hard. Amen. We can't take a break. Some of us take more breaks than we do work. <laughs> Listen, we've been on vacation long enough. Listen, this is your season. This is time to put your time in. We used to sing that song in church, put your time in, because payday's coming after a while. I'm here to tell you, the Lord says, behold, I've come quickly, and my reward is with me. Thank you, Lord. I'm looking for those who I have given and who have come back with more than I left them with. There's a greater work. There's a greater plan. There's a greater purpose. Thank you, Lord. But do it his way. Thank you, Lord. Let's work hard to see kingdom results, to have a kingdom impact. Thank you, Lord. Let's not be lazy about the things of God. Let's not be selfish about it. Come on. The Lord blessed him. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says the Lord blessed Isaac to the point where Abimelech says, I need you to move. Go somewhere else for you've become too powerful for us. Listen, there's something on the inside of you. There's something on the inside of you. There's power. There's purpose. There's destiny on the inside of you. But the Lord wants you to work it. Hallelujah. Bless the name of God.